Hi, welcome to Randy Newman versus Everything. This is the podcast where we talk about Randy Newman songs and compare them to everything. I'm your co-host, Jordan Temple, and I'm here with my good friend, Dan Perlman. Dan Perlman. Today on Randy Newman versus Everything, we will be having a versus segment of the Randy Newman song, I Love L.A., you know it, you love it, versus New York City. So I'm going to take the side of everything in in this debate. And you know what? I'm going to say every debate. I'm going to claim everything. I like that. I like that. And you can take the Randy Newman side. Absolutely. So you're a big Randy Newman fan for some reason. Big Randy Newman fan. I love the heart and spirit of the zaniness and the characters that he gets into. Yeah. And I like that people are surprised that I like him most of all. And that's something I'm drawn to. Just people seeing what I look like, who I am, and me yeah. being like, no, 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 no. I will surprise you. And that is the heart of it. It's surprising that, you know, a, a young black guy likes Randy Newman, but it's almost surprising that anybody does. <laughs> <laughs> so the fact that you being a young black guy liking Randy Newman, that really only adds it's, a small point to why it's a, surprising. Right. I think it's more surprising. First, it's like you're a human being who's a Randy <laughs> Newman fan. And it's like, I'm also a young black guy. It's like, well. Oh, yeah, but still. Well, I don't know which one is more surprising. <laughs> They're both weird. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's got about 80,000 listeners, I think. I think I saw uh, an interview. He was just like, uh, it's on YouTube. He's like, I am, unfortunately, Randy Newman. That's what it's called. <laughs> I am, comma, unfortunately, Randy Newman. He was like, worldwide, 200,000 people will be excited about his records. Only 80,000 are honest enough to actually buy it. We've done. Do you think there's 120,000 people who are too embarrassed? Absolutely. Because they'd be shamed. You got to be shamed if you're a Randy Newman fan. I mean, (laughs) you really should be. You really should be ashamed. (laughs) You should. There's a part of you that is just like, what? What is this? What? I mean, I know Toy Story. People know the Toy Story soundtracks. They know Princess and the Frog. Yes. He's famous for that. He's famous for a lot of uh, being a great writer and doing a lot of songs that. People with way better voices will cover. Of course, um, I'm, I'm aware of a, a some Randy Newman uh, cover record. Uh, I forget the name of the the, the artist's name is well, escaping me right now. I'm sure there's eighty thousand people who'd be better <laughs> suited to know the answer to that. Oh yeah, if you're out there, just hit us up. And <laughs> tell us, us the- give us a call eight six six Randy Newman. Randy Newman. Um, but no, he does have ha- does have um, a better pen than voice and a lot of people have covered it and yes. have expanded on his uh his his long catalog how did you first discover randy i, f- I think i first discovered randy when i listened to the toy story soundtrack when i was younger i would yeah. um follow along on kazoo he had a toy story kazoo that was as you had you had a kazoo absolutely really i, I got broken into the kazoo game um the kazoo along you yeah. know, I'll use the nomenclature, the kazoo along. Yeah, talk like five syllable long. Yeah, uh, word. Oh man, <laughs> so much money. That's a ten dollar word, nomenclature. No, but I, you know, that was uh, the Randy Newman sing along kazoo, kazoo along was right. as as uh, in in my heart was. Um, Something that got me introduced at the same time I was doing the kazoo along with uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh my God! You were kazoo alonging 
Randy Newman fan? Absolutely. Oh, you had no friends. <laughs> oh, I'm glad. I'm glad we're friends now. You got a friend in me. Oh man, look at that. That's oh. another Randy. That's not Randy's today. No, not today. Today, so this is one. This is one of your favorites. One of my favorites. I love uh, L.A. Um, if we could just play uh, a segment of of that of that sweet song everyone knows and loves from the Randy Newman songbook, Volume Three. I love L.A. Cold and it's damp, mm-hmm. and all the people dressed like monkeys. Because they're wearing suits, monkey suits. Okay, okay. Let's leave Chicago to the Eskimo. Because the wind off of Michigan, Lake Michigan, makes it real cold. Mm-hmm. That time, a little bit too rugged. A lot of gangs, a lot of killings, Chief Keith. Sounds weak of them. Mm-hmm. Oh boy, I'm excited. All right. That's what we're talking about today. I, I love L.A. Just giving you guys a little taste. You know what it's about. Um, one of my favorite lines from here, and something I'm going to defend right off top, yes. is um, in the third verse, I want to say, he starts out with, after I love L.A., I love L.A., we love it. He goes, look at the mountain, look at those trees. Look at that bum over there, man. He's down on his knees. And I love that most of all because he's painting the picture of why the song I Love L.A. is better than New York City. Because when he said, look at that bum over there, he was in a car pointing at the bum driving past him. And in New York, you have a bum in your face at eye level asking you for money. This is He was in a car. This whole thing, this whole thing is... Uh, ironic though. This is about how terrible LA is. Mm, I don't know. Every every one of his songs. Yeah, I know he it's ironic. Mean what he's saying. Oh, of course. But he's also making observation that that bums down over there on his knees. And just comparing the song versus New York City. Yeah. It's just fun because if a bum came over. Yes. In LA to your car, you could roll up the window. But here. In New York City, you don't have a car. You don't have a car, it and that, comes up to you. that homeless man is jacking off right in front of you. Well, that's fine. Let him jack off. I've talked about this endlessly. Oh right. I don't. I don't have any problem with that. Sure. Just let him. Let him jack off. That's why. That's why we're here. That's why we're in this city. I mm-hmm. also think you got a car. You shouldn't even be in New York. New York's. New York's better than this song. New York's for us. Hmm. Yeah. I can't I mean, drive. Can you drive? I can. You can. Yes. Oh. I have. I have a license. A license to drive? Yes. That's great. A license to ill. <laughs> um, no, this, this this one's fine. This one's okay. He's got way better songs than this. Way better songs than this, but I also, I'm going to play the other side for a second. I mean, we are Go both ahead. native New Yorkers, and I know native that New Yorkers. We, we are very rare in that not only are we native New Yorkers, yes. but we also have, considering we are native New Yorkers, we have a point of view about New York City and growing up here, I feel like other people obviously don't have, they come here and they visit and they love it. And I feel like knowing this city as it is will give you uh, a perspective about why this city actually sucks instead of like, I can just go, come here and leave. Uh, Yeah, I mean, it's it's terrible. Oh, yeah. But we can say that because we feel it. 
you know? Mm-hmm. But it's terrible in the way that I wouldn't want to exist in L.A. Here's what I'm surprised Randy Newman, he lives there, right? Yeah, he lives, he lives there. in L.A.? Mm-hmm. You'd think that's a place you'd get eaten alive. It's not for people like him. That's yeah. for handsome, beautiful people. And he's one of the uglier people who's ever sang in front of people. Beg to differ. Um, Who's uglier? One of the most beautiful men I've actually ever no, seen. No, you're talking about his soul. You're not talking about him. I'm talking about aesthetically? Yeah, not aesthetically. He's not, no, he's no, 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 not no, 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 conventionally no, no. handsome. Stop. And that's what makes him handsome. That's That's you. You wouldn't fuck him. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's for another episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you wouldn't. No, no he's no, he he's fine. No, <laughs> he's. Uh, I'm sure he's a nice guy. No, uh, okay. New York, New York City, greater, greater than this song. It's more. There's more notes. This this one has a weird rock vibe too. Yeah, it right? does have a weird. It's very electric. It is in a it, way that's very. L.A. fake, kind of shitty, plastic, plastic, garbage, where it doesn't have that. A lot of his is more generally like acoustic, just piano ones. It has that kind of plain, down to earth vibe mm-hmm. that's a little better. That feels more New York. I love a ballad and something that just big something up. Like I love L.A. and then telling you why these other cities suck makes this song for me like i actually grew up like i grew up in new york and i grew up in the project so and there are less brick buildings in la and he's describing the beach the beach boys themselves there are no real good beaches in new york city like i've been to jones beach i've been to rockaway beach it is a nightmare growing up in the projects too something a weird thing i feel like people romanticize too totally like people romanticize the projects in a weird way they'll just be like oh wow you grew up you grew up in the projects like you must hear a lot of gunshots but it's like that's the the like the gunshots don't bother me like i'm i'm more bothered by like the pee in the elevator you know what i mean like that's that grinds my gears that's like an environmental issue people love uh people love romanticizing it people love they watch the wire and they think it's all great exactly if yeah. they were there they would be screaming to get out of there they would be screaming call an uber get an uber so they could go home and watch the wire i look forward to hearing gunshots though in the projects like i hear gunshots and i think well that's one less person to pee in the elevator there you go so that's why uh, i love la this song <laughs> you know what i mean that's just one we, point we've, for la we've hung <laughs> out we've hung out in la yeah, we did. Yes. We oh. spent the whole... We didn't want to talk to anybody there. <laughs> we just clung to each other the whole time. <laughs> you came the first day and we just talked to each other. <laughs> <laughs> we just wanted to get the hell out of there. Two city boys. Just Two like, city boys. So you grew up You grew up in Manhattan, right? I grew up in Manhattan, yes. We're at, the, we're non, the non-projects. <laughs> <laughs> non-projects of the city. Uh, 98th Street, east uh, side. Okay. Yeah, it was, it was nice. It was like a nice uh, area, mm-hmm. you know? Um, but all my friends growing up, they were like Washington Heights, mm-hmm. uh, Queens. They're like Jackson Heights, Bayside. Mm. So that's where my friends were all scattered around. I didn't know those are the only areas I knew though. Mm-hmm. It's still you still stay very local, mm-hmm. which I feel like is kind of. I mean, at least you travel a little bit. I feel like L.A. I can't imagine you get around too much, right? Too spread out. Yeah. You should see bumps. That's what you, you really, you should see it. Like it humanizes you? Humanizes you. I think that's the cool thing about the song, I Love L.A., and specifically, yeah. he's like, look at that bum over there. That's observational. It's not, like like I said before, it's not the bum in your face. Yeah. I think that's a lot more intimate. Well, 
probably humanizes people. But at the same time, he's also talking about nature. And that's something we always talk about. We'll tag each other in Nat Geo Instagram, Instagram pics. We do. If anybody, <laughs> if you're if you're listening, I'm sure you have an Instagram account. So just look up Nat Geo and Nat Geo Travel. They're they're our sponsors. And they mm-hmm. do great Instagram photos. But we romanticize nature in the same way that people romanticize the projects. It's from afar. But right. if we were there, if we were on one of these LA hikes. Oh, we'd want to get out of there so fast. Probably. Yeah. Right? Yes, absolutely. We, we wouldn't want to be anywhere near there. I, But, I mean, given that he is talking about nature, I will say that I enjoyed in L.A. Yeah. Runyon Park way better than Central Park. No, it's, stop, 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 stop. Oh, stop. yes. That's crazy. Way less crowded, bro. Runyon is a gross name, too. Oh, no, I like, it's cool. No, it's, Central Park, it goes, what is it, three miles? Three, mi- three yeah. miles long? Three miles, yeah. That's great. There's a million different things. That it's not just one long stretch. Yeah. You go, oh, there's a zoo. There's there's such, it's so huge, you forget that there's a zoo there. I do forget there's a zoo there sometimes. You forget it sometimes. What animals yeah. do they in, are in there? I haven't they, been they there They got the penguin thing. That's their famous one. They're real penguins? Real penguins. Huh. Yeah. They're great. And they're they're in the water there. You got you, you ever take this those cardboard? Would do this as a kid. I'd take you know pieces of cardboard boxes and you would slide, slide down, down the slide that thing. Oh, would you do that? I love that. Yeah, oh, that's Central Park. That you don't do jam. that in Runyon Park. No, you can't. It's too vertical, too high. No, you got to take that cardboard and try to write a screenplay with it. That's <laughs> what they do with kids. It's horrible. Yeah. It's a nightmare. You start about at five, just like yeah. we'll write a screenplay for <laughs> for blocks. Cardboard box, and they're like, okay, memorize these lines. Yeah. <laughs> Go say it. Yeah. It's like uh, the Church of Scientology there. If you go into a Starbucks there, you see people reading these Scientology books like it's like Hemingway or something in LA, I'm talking. Yeah. yeah. Well, in Starbucks in New York, everyone's uh, like just there mostly to get the ba- bathroom code. Yes. Which, I mean, I kind of respect that too. It's just like, it's just a public restroom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They could stop selling coffee. That'd be fine. Do they? Do they sell coffee? It's mostly it's mostly for the bathroom. Mostly, mostly for the bathroom code. <laughs> Central Park. Um, no, I do like. I used to have to run around the reservoir every day, because mm-hmm. I ran track I had in high school. Too, yeah. You had to do that too, right? Yeah. You run track? No, yeah, I did in middle school. In middle school. Mm-hmm. What'd you run? Um, long distance, the four hundred. Oh, brutal. The, the, the brutal. whole thing. I had to do the something uh, called the Warrior Walk there, What's in that? middle school, yeah. where we had to do an Indian run around the reservoir. That seems racist, no? Uh, mm, Native American run. There you go. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. So you yeah. did the dirty Indian run. Yes, and then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I did the dirty Indian run around the reservoir. So, like, yeah, Central Park was in my earliest memories for that. There you go. Yeah. We ran, I ran 100, mm-hmm. 200. Nice. I set a school record for the 200. What? Yeah. But then they figured that they must have gotten the time wrong because I never ran that quick in practice. Yeah. So me and three of my friends all broke the school record. Mm-hmm. And we're like, okay, we must have messed up the clock. So let's just add five seconds to everybody. So they took away my school record. That's awful. It's terrible. Man. But I don't blame the park for that. I Mm. blame uh, Coach Hill (laughs) clicking the stopwatch. Oh, man. Coach Hill. Always trying to pad it. Um, Central Park. Okay. Here's the one uh, drawback to Central Park, but I'll push through it, is they uh, film too much Law & Order there. But that's not the park's fault. It's just because it's so one of the best places in the city 
that of course it's going to draw mm-hmm. a lot of films there. I get it. Yeah. Nothing compared to Runyon Parks. Like Hollywood sign is right there. You can see it. You can even climb over it. It's almost like a metaphor for being able to conquer LA. Oh god. They even changed the two O's to E's. Hollywood and that's something that's not legalized in New York City. That's why another reason why I love LA is better than New can you York imagine, City. Imagine, can you imagine being the guy to fix that you have to change hollyweed back to hollywood and caring that much probably have to smoke a lot of weed just to do it just to numb yourself to feel like it's okay (laughs) what you're doing Mm -hmm. these can't stay it can't stay hollyweed it's got to be hollywood Mm -hmm. it's all made up let me buy a vow this doesn't matter um that would be a nightmare oh god i have to exist there yeah oh nah but oh i um one of the reasons why I love New York City, yeah. I'll take uh, take the side of Devil's Advocate right now. Go why ahead. New York City is better than I love LA. Way is um, the humor is so much more potently like observational because we're so on top of each other. Like there's yes. some there's something that cars I feel like you just can't like like he's making these observations and in the actual video for I love L A is in a car and I think he's just making observations as he's in the car driving past people as opposed to in New York being on a street corner and making observations and bumping into people and being on top of each other like when I grew up well I was in the projects yeah. just like a new a lot of guys just like. You know, just going shuttling back and forth to prison and mm-hmm. being the most vicious people on earth, but being so funny. I think because they made so many interactions with people during the day. Like this one guy I knew, he was um, one of the bigger drug deals in my neighborhood. Yeah, he um, we were all like standing on the corner, and he was like, um, we were, we saw this old lady carrying like twenty like glass bottles of pasta sauce okay. and she she um she dropped she she like fumbled and 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 dropped some and like like a whole bag of pasta like spilled out of the bag and Damn. it was like radio silence probably for a good 10 seconds and yeah. then he just goes would you fuck <laughs> that's amazing that's something new york city can only bring out of you la has too many cars to inform that level of improvisation <laughs> you know what i mean as so. uh there's less room for oh will you uh i remember some of my friends one of my friend he found out that he uh what is it his his grandfather somebody lived on a street where they claimed Woody Allen lived mm. so some of us went uh, to where it was because we just wanted to yell at him and you know just like <laughs> just cause mayhem right yeah, yeah. so it's some fancy brownstone uh-huh. right and so we ring the doorbell <laughs> we're just gonna go <laughs> for we're like 13 yeah oh like God. 13 we're gonna go just say hey I don't know right. and uh, and some some like a French guy answers oh, yeah, the French. intercom yeah. yeah yeah that's yeah, you know <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he's talking. I think we're like, yeah, we're just here to see Woody. We're just here. yeah. <laughs> Who's here? It's Dan, Francisco. <laughs> we're just near, no idea. <laughs> and uh, Ed's on his way. <laughs> and we're like, he's like, oh, he he does not see people. And so then we, uh, my friend, friend, he takes a soda bottle and he like, you know, shakes it up, sprays it 
all over the brownstone door, and he's like, fuck you, Woody Allen, spreads it all over the thing. <laughs> oh, wow. So this stuff goes hand in hand as mm. strictly New York. Yeah, that's New York as hell. <laughs> that's so Vandalizing New York. Vandalizing Woody Allen's house? Yeah, absolutely. That's not L.A. <laughs> yeah, that's not L.A. You don't even know where Randy lives. You don't have that level of intimacy. Who lives down this If street? you're on a celebrity tour bus in L.A., and you're like, on the star map, uh, Randy Newman isn't there. And they're like, yeah, 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 of course he's not. Yeah. Well, do you know where he lives? I'm like, well, I don't know. Yeah. We're on this bus. Not a good tour. <laughs> Not at all. What kind of soda, might I ask? What? Did he spray on it? Yeah. It was sun kissed. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> I like some orange soda. <laughs> <laughs> Who loves orange soda? Woody Jordan Allen loves orange soda. <laughs> Jordan loves Woody Allen hates the orange soda. It's all over his door. And it's sticky. Oh, man. I forgot uh, that. What a weird thing. That's fun. <clears throat> no, uh, uh, I'll also I'll throw in mm-hmm. another uh, another thought here. Mm-hmm. With uh, New York, I would say New York probably brings less uh, delusion than LA. Absolutely, you just there's a thing that it just knocks sense into you. I think when you're isolated, you go more crazy. But New York, there's no room to be alone mm-hmm. with your thoughts. I was thinking about this. This is probably why I think it's why people are less uh, religious in like cities like New York than they are in small towns. Mm-hmm. You know, it's because it's just like too crowded. There's too much chaos. For, like, there's no room for God on mm-hmm. the train. Oh, none. None. Yeah. There's no room for God on the one train. They're mm-hmm. like, yeah, you got to get the fuck out. Yeah. You got to have 8 million people and God. So I think that keeps people grounded <laughs> yes. in some way, in a way that L.A., people alone in their car mm-hmm. or alone in their nice gated house mm-hmm. just don't have. The smell of hot garbage alone yeah. kind of clouds out any thoughts I could have about God. <laughs> it I, does. Yeah, I think I think uh, just hot garbage on the sidewalk. Right. It's just like, You're like yeah, this is not a creator no. that planned this here. Absolutely not. This no. is not divine inspiration. Why would God treat us like this? This is the devil's work. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. You get the population down to fifty, and then there's a God. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. So, but I so that's that's one what just one of the reasons. Also, you're still you're still here. We're still here. We are still here all this time. Yeah. Every other small town, if we were still living there, we'd be heroin addicts. Absolutely. That's people who stay in their small towns. Yeah. They're all heroin addicts. Unless you're a, a listener here, in which case we thank you for supporting. Thank you for supporting Randy Newman versus everything. Oh, can I can I, can I do a segment? Yes, this I is, would I prepared, love a segment. Okay, so I prepared a, a segment here because Jordan, my friend, he's a big Randy Newman fan. Me, I could take him or leave him. So I pre- prepared a segment to test you on your knowledge Ooh, of Randy Newman. I'm excited. Okay, so these are fun facts. Fun but, facts about Randy Newman. But these are not... All fun facts about Randy Newman. A twist. So this is, and you can, uh, everyone can play this game. It's a fun home game. This is Randy Newman or Wolverines. Mm-hmm. We'll have fun theme music for that for that little segment here. It'll be like oh, like that. Also very topical because yeah, uh, Planet Earth Two is out. Oh yeah, that's right. You keep plugging that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's available uh, in our podcast. We're gonna. Uh, ooh, we should do a running commentary of that. That'd be great. Okay. Okay. I'm ready. Randy is known to dig in the snow. Okay. So is that Randy or everything? Well, I'll say like this, like Jeopardy. 
this is known to dig in the snow. Right. Um, I know he probably has a shovel, mm-hmm. but he lives in L.A. Yep. It's a desert. They don't get snow. I'm going to say that's Wolverines. That's Wolverines. Okay. Okay. <sighs> this has bad eyesight. Randy Newman or Wolverine. And you guys can play along at home, so feel free to write down your answer. If you're sitting with somebody, don't tell them your answer. Don't influence them. Uh, this this is very interesting because it involves deductive reasoning. Um, I would say both. Randy Newman has glasses. That's great. That's correct. It's yeah. both. <sighs> okay, last one. The fierceness and aggressive nature of this inspired a comic book character by Marvel. Wolverine. It was both. It was both. What? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, man. Whew. That was a tricky one. That was a tricky Last one. Last one. That was, that was our segment. Uh, <laughs> Randy Newman versus Wolverines. Um, I hope and you guys played along at home. Yeah, if you played along at home, that's great. And if not, that's okay, too. You, you got to be a part of the process. I love. I want to go back to the to the Wolverine aspect of that because, like I said, like we were gently plugging uh, Planet Earth Two. Oh, nature! Yes, I hope you hear that, uh, BBC. But uh, Planet Earth Two is out. Is out. Have Have you seen any episodes? I saw I saw the first Planet Earth, and I saw Frozen Planet. Frozen Planet. That's okay. all ice stuff. Ooh. Which you don't get in L.A. That's another thing. That is true. No right? seasons. Yes. You, all the seasons. Snow, to name but one thing that comes in the winter that you don't get over there. Mm-hmm. Mm. There's sleet. A, sleet. Rain, sleet, snow. Rain, sleet, none of snow. Those. It's so funny. He has a, he has a, Randy has a one line, let's leave Chicago to the Eskimos, which um, it is uh, actually Inuits. We just want to say that up top. Um, no Indians, Indians. Mm. No Inuits. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know. Chicago. Well, I went to uh, I went to school PC. in Chicago here. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Which again, I would put that over L.A. Also, Chicago also over L.A. Hundred hmm. percent. That's closer to New York. I mean, in distance. Well, in distance, but also in like spirit, <laughs> in weather. In, in distance, short, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and like general attitude, also. Yeah, people are just um, way more proud, I think, to be in Chicago from Chicago, uh, in a way that people in on the coast are not because they feel forgotten about. Because why is it Midwest and not just mid? Some people say I'm from the mid. They're just like I'm from the mid. I have I claim no. We're not halfway in the middle of the country. We're just in the middle of the country. Do you want to hang out with somebody who is proud they're from LA? Absolutely. No, no you don't. Mm-hmm. No you don't. Yep. You don't want to hang out with almost anybody. Good to see you. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's what we no, talk yeah. about. That's yeah, what we that's talk true. about most of the time. That is true. There's a distinct <laughs> city feel yes. that is lacking over in LA that we get here. Yes. We went to a museum two oh, days ago. I love that. Oh, that was a We treat. went to PS one right there. Mm-hmm. They don't have uh, they don't have anything. <laughs> they have they don't they literally don't have anything until April ninth. I don't know when this is dropping, but if it's before <laughs> April ninth, there is nothing in PS one. There are four floors and three of them are closed. <laughs> as soon as we walked in, yeah, they said to Dan and I, uh 
We didn't expect you to come. <laughs> they were like, "Come back April 9th. They were they were, set, they were literally like a host that was like apologizing they didn't clean before we came over. <laughs> like like we walked in on them jerking off. Like ah, oh, <laughs> we can explain. Uh, so but they first of all they act like I got there before you did. They act like they, act like they were giving me a deal by not having to pay. Yeah, like, I was like lucky, you know. So we go in. There's two rooms open, Just, but yeah. one of them. It was a very. If we were in L.A., I would have loved it way more, though. That the one that just it was just a brick wall and a thousand pieces of chalk. Oh boy. Stuck through the bricks. That was terrible. And that was a guy. There was a guy in there monitoring the exhibit, make putting sure quotes we didn't around steal any that chalk. to make sure we didn't steal any chalk. Will be if you guys can't see us, but Dan and I look a lot like school teachers. <laughs> So they were like, "All oh, these school teachers gonna take our chalk." Oh boy, at it again, <laughs> low on supplies, yeah. gonna run over. Uh, no, but uh, yeah. I'll say this: when I've been in LA and been so removed from mm-hmm. everything, mm-hmm. then I probably would have loved that. That would probably be my favorite thing in LA. Mm-hmm. It's just a brick wall, feeling like it's a New York street alley, just away from. Any hiking? Oh God, hiking hike. is fun. I you can't it. just walk. You can't just take a walk. You mm-hmm. got to hike up a mountain to do to do anything, mm-hmm. to have any kind of thoughts or conversation. To get away from it all. To be above the smog. But you're not above the smog. No. If you're over there, you're below. You're in it. Yeah. You are the smog. You are. You're the Hollyweed. Yeah. <laughs> I loved. Um, I loved that one uh, exhibit that kind of felt like a metaphor for the whole museum because there was nothing in the museum. Nothing. And they were cleaning up. And yeah. then the one exhibit that was open would look like a kind of the cast of Stomp in the off season. Just a whole bunch of brushes pushing a bunch of dirty water into the middle with suds cleaning up some concrete. That's yeah. what it looked like. And it was kind of like kind of speaking to us in a way that it was like almost like washing over us because it was like you couldn't have any thoughts while watching a bunch of brooms push together dirty water and it's just like man the part of me i started thinking about i love la while i was watching that why what what reminded you because i can just imagine just like um people like us watching that and then you know an exhibit or something in la just having so much more depth or people just being or even driving like past museums and being like hey that's over there hey that's over you know it just felt like a lot of the time i was watching it like there was no real um it was just like new york is dirty we're dirty we're here and i was just thinking about the beach that randy's mentioning is just like one of my one of my favorite things. Uh, it's not. Uh, I just. I don't think it's. It's. It's a nice moment. Mm-hmm. It's a nice moment. But I don't think. I wonder. Here's what I wonder. Mm-hmm. I think if Randy lived in New York for a little while, I think it might add some grittiness to him. Oh sure. He wouldn't be as complacent just sitting around. Mm-hmm. He would have fixed that voice a little bit. Right. He might get in a little better shape. Mm-hmm. Move around a little bit. He'd be more on the go. He's sitting in his car. He's getting fat. He's yeah. getting lazy. Everything in New York, you can't do any of that shit. Mm-hmm. He'd, be, he'd probably be like, uh, "Look at that show. Look at those Showtime dancers. Look at those trees. It's Wilton over, ladies uh, and gentlemen." <laughs> yeah, it would just be a bunch of Showtime Red dancers. Ne- yeah. yeah, Randy Newman and the Showtime dancers. 
<laughs> that's a good band. You're, but you, you can't, you can't really argue against New York. No, you can't. I think, I think something. Um, it's a, it's a big takeaway today. Yeah. I will say, this isn't the conclusion, conclusion, but something that I've come to the conclusion of. Mm-hmm. Um, for this particular episode of yes. uh, Randy Newman's "I Love LA" versus New York City. Yeah. Is that the song "I Love LA" in spirit and in ballad is better than New York City, but New York City is better than LA. Okay, so you're just now okay. Now you're hedging the bets a little bit. <laughs> you're just saying the song yeah. is better, but LA itself, absolutely. No, 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 no. What mem? This the only memories this song brings are s- memories of listening to "I Love L.A." But New York City, we're talking about the, the your friend asking the old lady if she wants to fuck my friend pouring sunkist on Woody Allen's brownstone. <laughs> <laughs> It's so crazy. I I saw Spike Lee on the street when I was a kid, 57th Street. Ever tell you this? No. Uh, Because we were both waiting to cross the street. And uh, and I looked up and I was like, that's Spike Lee. Mm -hmm. And I was like, Spike Lee? Because I didn't want to just say Spike. That's rude. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So I said his full name. Yeah. And then he turns, he looks at me, turns away, walks straight. He didn't have the light. He walked into traffic. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh my God. You believe that? No. He must hate you, <laughs> but love L.A. <laughs> That's some L.A. shit. Walking. Imagine into if traffic. he got hit by hit by a car. <laughs> <laughs> if if to avoid saying hi to me. I mean, what was I gonna do? I was, you know, I was probably fourteen, fifteen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Probably thought you were gonna. Those are ask two for an autograph. Two very. I probably would have. Yeah. Yeah, why not? I got a Spike Lee autograph. Really? I was like four years old and I met him and it's when Do the Right Thing came out. What? Yeah, I was like practically a baby. I have it. I had a sign. I have um, uh, three New York legends, or two New York legends. I have uh, one, uh, Steve Summers. He was a a, a, a radio jockey at um, the, the Fan. It's a local, like, um, like, Sports. Oh, WFAN. WFAN, yeah, yeah, yeah. the fan, right in the story. WFAN, New York. And he'd get Not on. LA. Okay. Yeah, he'd get on and he, Steve Summers, he'd be like, he had a whole shtick. He's an old Jewish man. He's yeah, hilarious. Yeah. I loved him. Great. He's just like, uh, Steve Summers, how you be? Oh, here to talk about those New York metropolitans. <laughs> New York. And he said, Islanders, Icelanders. Ugh. Man, also say I don't think I think without the the creativity of New York, the vibrancy, right. we wouldn't have Randy Newman. I think New York influenced Randy Newman more than vice versa. I think I think he just has no home. Well, right. I mean, he's clear. He's clearly a a man seeking some meaning. Right. You know? Absolutely. Yeah. But the 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 foreign the you know the vibrancy the outside the box thinking that randy newman traffics in Mm -hmm. that he makes his bread and butter the traffic that that's is is the traffic that you see in times square Mm -hmm. in the village in new york streets la traffic much different from la did you guys know that la and this is gonna be this is gonna blow some people's minds okay yeah well, well hang on everybody get ready did you guys know? Did you know? Have you ever really even thought about L.A. and New York are different? 
Wow. <laughs> oh man, I think that's the thing I really wanted to get to. Yeah. Well, you, no. I mean, we took a. That was a straight line to mm-hmm. get there. Oh yeah. We hit all. We hit all the stops. All the stops. Before just parking. We saw so many sights. We saw the Beach Boys. Um, we didn't let the music stops. Are the Beach we, Boys supposed to be L.A.? I guess I never really thought about that. I only associate like real nice beaches. Yeah. With L.A. What about Florida? Don't they have beaches? Oh boy, who wants to go to Florida? I don't know. I don't know. Miami? Mm, I don't know. Was Miami around in the 70s? Was that a thing? Miami? The city? I feel like it was just invented in like 1980. Yeah. Right? It was only prominent when Coke was really big. Yeah, it's like they needed a city for Coke. Yeah. It's like, what are we going to do all this crack? Well, let's make a city. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the buildings Miami. are made of. Crack. Yeah, you don't really hear about Miami in the 70s, right? I don't think so. I don't think it was a thing. Mm-mm. Well, there's no way to check. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to have to assume I'm right about that. <laughs> I think you are. What a smart thing I just stumbled into. New York, it, it, that's uh, that's another thing I wonder about, because that you're able to like go hang out with friends in New York. Like We could just walk to a you know pizza place after school. Mm-hmm. We'd always go to some different ones. We always go to one pizza place after school. It's like middle school. It would always shut down for health code violations, and then it would reopen a week later under a different name. Oh, it had like nine different names. Oh, that's my favorite. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It was this guy. It was like Little Robins, and then it was Robins. <laughs> <laughs> We're not little anymore. <laughs> We're all grown up. We We're moved all... out the house. <laughs> we were born in Brooklyn. We moved out of my out of mom's house, and we went to Queens. Robin's a man now. <laughs> <laughs> and I spelled my name with two Bs. <laughs> so we uh, so we go there, there at school. And uh, and there was this guy. God, I don't remember what his name was. It might have been Robin. And, uh, <laughs> and he would always get so mad if we'd be too loud. He didn't like people laughing in his store. He was very paranoid. He always mm-hmm. thought people were laughing at him. Mm-hmm. And uh, but you know, very distinct way of talking. He would say, he, most letters he would say like they were B's. So he'd be like, how much is that? He'd be like two seventy five, like that. Oh, a lot of B's in there. Oh, I love that. And uh, but so he. Uh, he'd start screaming. He's like, "What are you two? What are you two years old?" I meant to say years. Yips. That's so funny. we go back. Uh, me and some friends who are back in town. And we're like, you know, everyone moves, moves away, and, uh, and so we go back there. And that guy, it's changed names again. Now it's like uh, trying to be fancier. They have like tablecloths on the mm. thing, but it's still the same shitty pizza. And they have a big framed portrait of that guy. Really? Mm-hmm. Did he pass? Or? Of course. Right. That's an interesting thing that um, I, you would think with its kind of just like gritty like history, New York wouldn't care about celebrities. But when you go into a pizza shop, there's always a thousand Every, photos. Everyone who's ever, <laughs> ever come in. Yeah. To raise. Ted McGinley. <laughs> so you feel like, who cares? It's like, who, you, 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 they they have the pictures up as if the a picture. Richard with, Belzer. With every, every place I've ever been in New York, there seems to be a Richard Belzer picture. Who's Richard Belzer? He's, uh, he's a comedian, an actor. He's in, he's in Law and Order. Mm. He's in a bunch of stuff. You would recognize him if you saw him. He always wears glasses or sunglasses. He's been. I went and got my. I had to get my passport renewed. Oh boy. He'd been to the passport place. You've seen that guy, right? 
Definitely haven't seen He's been seen to the that. passport place. He's been to every laundromat I've ever been to. <laughs> I think he just goes around places <laughs> and just likes people being excited about him. <laughs> has oh, them has them take a photo of him. Something very funny about uh, <laughs> seeing a celebrity in a certain pizza shop, especially yeah. for a chain. Yes. It's just like an erased pizza. It's like they photocopy every picture in Ray's Pizza and send it to the next one. It's just like, look, yes. Patrick Ewing. Look, Patrick Ewing. <laughs> look, Patrick Ewing. Look, Patrick Ewing. It's I like, can what? we get a damn John Starks? <laughs> can we get a, Can we get someone? Can we get Carmelo Anthony? Can we get a little current? Yeah. Can we get a whole? It's always one guy. It's not a whole. Like, I would get, I think I would be more excited by some New York pizzas if they were a little bit more ambitious about getting a team photo that because i think one for one for each celebrity that i see i get yeah. an extra slice if you got a team photo i'm buying a pie i like you know i do like the idea of a celebrity that's not at a high enough level right for for to be set for life they're just really living through their fame by having very <laughs> low level people excited about them right you know they go into like a chinese restaurant and like they don't know who he is you're like i mean you ever see the show uh you know you ever see csi Blue Bloods? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was on for two seasons yeah and you ever see jag yeah. <laughs> you know it was on season five of just shoot me yeah and like what and yeah. then like you have to like pull up your imdb page and like oh photo and you're like oh come on no no <laughs> come on <Yeah>. please <laughs> please <laughs> please <laughs> please god I like the guy that goes into a sit-down place and has a picture, but no one knows who he is until he tips a large amount and then writes, like, at the bottom or on the back of the receipt, Yeah, I am <laughs> Patrick Ewing. Patrick I Ewing, am. Yeah. yeah, please. There, There's still there's still less, uh, like, general celebrity uh, obsession. Yes, in New York. Than, in New yeah. York, than mm-hmm. L.A. But I guess yeah, Pizza Place is the one. Because you have to have some reason. They they think they think that's going to be a big advertising thing for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like, whoa, whoa, you want to go to that Pizza Place? Eh, pizza's terrible, but <laughs> I don't know. I guess Rob Schneider ate there once. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Maybe we'll go. Yeah. No real advertising. It, it lets people it could have more adventures. It's socialize more. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. You could explore different areas you I ever get mugged mugged in new york yeah mm. i've always been the muggy mugger the, mugger I the meant, mugger meant mugger how many people you mug mm, couple when i was i guess they saw my face so it's not mugging oh so you didn't get away oh, with i jumped it. kids when i was a teenager really that's, that's just growing up in queens solo that's an outer borough thing yeah <laughs> you're alone uh with like four other kids okay we yeah. took we took uh you know a discman that was really important back then. Of course. You had to take a Discman, and then uh, depending on um, what the quality of the album was inside of the CD player, you would beat the kid up more or less. Like if you beat him up, you looked in, and it was an Eminem CD. Yeah. You're like, all right, no more punches to the gut for you. But if you opened it up and it was like, I don't know, um, Josie and the Pussycat Dolls, yeah. you would have to like – you know, lean on him. But if you beat him up and it was like a Randy Newman I was going to say, it was very ironic. You Ra- beat the shit out of that Randy Newman 
guy. If, if your friends Randy. were like, can you believe he's listening to Randy Newman? You're like, I know. <laughs> yeah, I had to uh, act like I hated it. Loser. Yeah. Ooh. Anyway, I'll I'll take I'll take the disc. I'll throw it out. There's a trash can <laughs> yeah. near my house. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. No, I can't believe. I, I would apologize. You had, did you have too. any? Did you have any uh, guilt about it? I didn't really have any guilt. I was just trying to have friends. Right. You know. And this so was, if they had said, "Let's go, let's go to the library," you would have done that. Whatever they said, you would have gone along with. Yeah, I was kind of a follower at that that point, but I right. also would act like I wasn't this soft kid that had, was slowly building an obsession with Randy Newman. <laughs> you know, I would go yeah. home sometimes and just for funsies, yeah. listen to the kazoo along, Randy Newman, <laughs> You Got a Friend in Me, and I knew I didn't have friends, and that's why I listened to that. Man, what a contrast. Oh, man, full of them. Just the exterior, so different than the interior. You're like part three of Moonlight. (laughs) (laughs) Just totally. Just a 180. (laughs) There's there's something behind those gold teeth. And I think it's a kazoo. Yeah, and then I'm go, I go, and I try to act like I'm, I'm not sad seeing my mom. That's why drugs, you know. <laughs> That's wild. I had no idea you were, you're a mugger. Oh, I mugged a couple. <laughs> yeah, so. I was on. Yeah, I was only. Not, well, one guy backed out. There was one guy. I forget his name, but this kid Jose, who introduced me to his other friend, mm-hmm. but then he walked away. Jose. Jose should. Jose shouldn't have left. Jose's friend. He pulls a knife and he's like, "I'm gonna give you a haircut." I'm like, nah, well, "That's okay, man." And he was like, "Well, I got a guy." <laughs> he's like, "Yeah, nah, I go down the street." And he's like, "Well, all right." And they put it away there. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then the one time when I was coming home, one night, but that was only a few years ago. That was uh, off the L, mm-hmm. Halsey there. Oh yeah, I believe these it. Two, these two uh, ladies that pretended they were cops. I told you that story, right? No, I didn't think I heard that. Really? Mm-mm. They got off the train, L train. These two women. They get out and they say they're cops. They said there'd been like a, a shooting or something or a stabbing nearby, and uh, and they're like, they're like so we just you you match the description, whatever. And they showed they flash badges, and then one of them pulls a knife. I'm like, okay, well, all right, they might not be cops, and, uh, <laughs> and they, <laughs> I don't know. It makes you never see two lady cops no, together. Not together no, not together. Mm-hmm. They split them up. Mm-hmm. To avoid, you know, any sinking. Mm-hmm. So the so, <laughs> so they uh, they pull out. That was about that was a period joke. <laughs> oh, connect the dots for the listeners. <laughs> connect the bloody dots. So uh, so they pull out a uh, wallet and uh, then I snatch it back, but they take the money from it. It was, it was all quick. One of the uh, knife, and the, so we're right at the top of the L train steps. It's all happening real fast, and one of those guys in the orange, um, you know, subway suits. He's like one of those train workers. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? He a prisoner. He, prisoner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? The guys yeah. who sweep up and the subway they have mm-hmm. these like vests. Mm-hmm. He gets it from the steps, and he's standing right there, and he's this big, big black dude. And uh, and I tell him like, officer, officer, they're mugging me. They're mugging me. And he just looks at me. He looks at them. He's like, not a cop, dude. And he uh, walks away. But I wasn't saying like, yo, arrest them. I was just saying like, yeah, just be a big black dude. You know what I mean? Like yeah. be you here. Sure. Your presence. It's, it is like Patrick Ewing in like 
by the hoop, it changes their shot, mm-hmm. you know? It's like the bodyguard. Every time you exactly. see a big black guy, it's like, protect me. Well, it's but just, he's like, nah. They would have stopped. They, they weren't going to stop for me. It's just like, yeah, just be you, and that alters the whole shot. Sure. They're going to pass it instead. Yes. And then, But he walks away, and then uh, <laughs> they walk away, and I start like trailing them. But I was like, oh, I left my backpack uh, over there, and that has more stuff in it so I'm not going to want to lose all that shit also it's not worth the you know 50 bucks or whatever and so I go back and then I go and I uh, like file uh, complain the, the cops they have no no interest mm-hmm. in looking into it of which course. of course right yeah. what, do they, what do they care mm-hmm. but they show me all the uh, the photos of like the potential suspects mm-hmm. no no idea Huh. No idea. Never saw them in the office. I was just ready. Like the first two, uh, they showed. I was like, it's probably them. And they showed two more photos. I was like, well, it could be them. <laughs> I don't know. How many cells are there? <laughs> room for everybody? You just arrest everybody there. Oh, man. Great but, New York City mug- mugging story. Oh, yeah. That's something, right? Yeah. You can't really trust that. Uh, can't really trust that. But, but. Uh, on the ground mugging that's still uh that's still some interaction mm-hmm. yeah that's true you don't want to be carjacked not a that's so impersonal mugging. yes <laughs> you want to i want my mugger to look me in the eyes yeah. <laughs> <laughs> look you in the face before. look me in the face yeah. right yes that's why you that's... flagging me down and taking my car yes i want to watch you waddle away yeah then you, I mean, if you were in L.A., you'd have to hop on a bus, and no one wants to do that. That's no the human, the great humanity of New York City. Bussing. Mug you, look you in the face, and you can see him on the train tomorrow. Bus in L.A. That sounds brutal. In conclusion, we just want to. I just want to say again, my great takeaway from this episode, the inaugural episode of Ranting Newman versus Everything, is I love L.A. The song is better than New York City, but New York City is better than L.A. Thoughts, takeaways. If you guys at home have any. Just let us know. New York City, five boroughs. I Love L.A., one song, five to one. Mm. Eight million people, eight million stories to one Randy song. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah. Where's Randy from? Mm. You know what? New Orleans. Really? Yep. Mm. We're going to fact check that for next week. Yeah. Well, this has been the inaugural episode of Randy Newman versus Everything. Um, your co-host Jordan Temple with my good friend. Dan Perlman. Thank you, guys. Thank you for listening. We'll see you that other time. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to cavecomedyradio.com.